Well, well, well. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to No One Asked. If you're coming back for a new episode, first of all, thank you. Second, see, I told you this podcast was going to be entertaining. And if you're new here, welcome. It's great to feel your presence here. (laughs) I've got my orange juice. Again, I feel like I don't usually drink this much orange juice, but in this pandemic, I feel like everybody should be drinking as much orange juice as they can and um, getting as much vitamin C as they can. Like, I don't understand why everybody was panic buying... um, toilet paper when everybody should have been panic buying vitamins and shit like hello anyways um before i jump into this one i just want to chill for a sec with you guys like how are you doing how have you been keeping busy during this quarantine i've been fucking just painting reading and working i paint maybe like once a year but i've painted twice this week I know, I know. Y'all are probably laughing at me like that's nothing, but hey, that's a big accomplishment for me. (laughs) Yeah, I've also been getting back into reading. The last book I read was Why Men Love Bitches by Sherry Argoff. (laughs) LOL. Yeah, it was not as good as I thought it was going to be, but I got it because it came up as a TikTok on my For You page like a month ago. But it's kind of relevant if you're a nice girl who seems to give too much to those around her, especially the men in her life. Like, men are literally such wild animals. I will never be able to figure them out. But that's another episode. But, okay. So, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about this one. I feel like this is something that everybody knows about me. Um... I'm very open about it, but at the same time, it's personal to me, and I feel like not everybody knows to the extent of this that we're about to delve into about me, so today we're talking about the devil's lettuce. (laughs) What? Okay, no, I'm just gonna say it. We're talking about weed, bro. We're going to talk about what it is, we're going to talk about my journey with it, and I work at a cannabis store, so maybe I'm going to talk about some cool things I've learned from work about it, but that's only if we have time, but um, most importantly, we're going to debunk some common misconceptions that people have heard about stoners, aka people who smoke weed, duh, and I feel like even though I live in Canada and it's a pretty normal thing here now because it's legalized, I feel like there's still a lot of stigma around it, especially with the older generation. So what I'm saying is, if you need your parents to loosen up on weed, show them this episode. (laughs) So I'm just kidding. So what is weed? I'm not going to be like, The weed that humans smoke comes from the buds of the cannabis plant, which can be grown indoor and outdoor, blah, 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 blah. That's boring. By the way, I'm, like, really good at a British accent, people have told me. I'm going to have to 
listen to this over and figure that out. But if that was good, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, no, that's boring. Everybody knows what the fuck weed is, okay? I'm not here to give you a botanical explanation. Okay, I'm here to defend the beauty of this plant. If you want a botanical explanation, though, there are great books out there that will break down every single part of the plant and what each part does and all of that shit. But, oh my god, I'm like out of breath right now. (laughs) But, you're sitting here listening to a stoner talk about weed, so if you were to ask me what is weed, I would say weed is a gift. It's this magical thing that makes people feel good that elevates your emotions that brings out the social side in you or it could make you relax sink into your couch and you know eventually morph into it if you get too stoned and stay there for too long (laughs) um I'm not trying to preach I know it sounds like I'm trying to preach right now but I truly think that smoking cannabis enhances your life it unlocks this greater depth and clarity to the things you you experience in life. Okay, now, I've been smoking weed for years, so what I'm saying and how it affects me might not be the same way it affects someone else that doesn't smoke as regularly or hasn't smoked as long as I have. Like, now I smoke weed and I just think about a bunch of shit that I wouldn't think about if I was sober, and it just, like, enlightens me. Like, it makes me realize a whole bunch of shit I wouldn't realize if I didn't, you know, if I didn't smoke. And it makes me look at things with a different perspective. And I truly believe that weed is a magical gift given to us by Mother Nature. (laughs) But this is speaking from, like, six years of cannabis experience, which, by the way, is literally nothing compared to how long some of these people that I've been that I work with have been smoking for like you think six years is a long time I've met some co-workers that have been smoking for like 23 years well like given they're older but like holy shit I mean that's literally gonna probably be me in the future so (laughs) anyways so yeah I feel like my experience with cannabis has changed a lot throughout the years like now it sparks ideas in me and all of that shit but I remember when I first started smoking weed and everything I had just previously said didn't really apply back then. Um, But even back then, weed was a different psychological experience, but it was a good kind of different. Like, I would look at things differently, but I hadn't learned how to interpret it, if that makes any sense. Um, Back then, smoking weed was just having a good time. It was just giggling uncontrollably, saying weird stuff that just comes to your mind randomly, um, yeah, it was a good time, the, but the first time I smoked weed, it was disastrous, anyone that went to my junior high probably remembers this happening, it was, like, an urban legend, but there was truth to all of it, (laughs) So basically, at that time, I was dating this guy that smoked weed, and I had been super against weed before this, so um, ultimately, I started hanging out with all of his friends, and one day at lunch, they invited me to go smoke with them, so I was like, fuck it, why not? 
YOLO, you know? So we walked to this field by the school, and there was four of us, including me. Um, We rolled two joints so each pair could share one. And honestly, I don't know what made me think I could smoke a whole half a joint for my first time. Like, you hear people say that they smoked weed for the first time, and they only took, like, one puff maybe two (laughs) no this stupid ass bitch over here split a full joint with her friend a full ass joint so here's what happened after i smoked that i opened my eyes right and suddenly the whole world is just so bright like all the colors are so vibrant, the sunshine is just so intense, and everything was moving in slow motion. I remember we were, we were walking back to the school, and I was just laughing my head off, having so much fun, but like doing some stupid shit, like lying down for no reason in the middle of the sidewalk, and my friends say to me, they're like, do you get why we do it now? And I was like, yeah, like, who doesn't want to feel this good all the time? (laughs) Okay, honestly, I don't know why I decided to do this in the middle of school. Like, no, I couldn't have just met up with them on the weekend and tried weed. I just had to do it at lunch. But anyways, we get back to the school and these girls come up to me because they know that I just went out to like smoke weed and they try and give me food like candy or something and I just had no idea what was going on so I was just like no guys I can't I'm too high (laughs) and they lose their shit just laughing at me I mean I would have too like I don't blame them and my friends are like okay let's go outside get some fresh air so we go to the baseball diamond and I'm sitting on the bench and I'm like guys it feels like I'm on an elevator that keeps going down, and they're like, oh shit, because like, there's signs that like, you're about to green out, but at the time, I didn't know this, right, it was my first time, and then, so after lunch is when shit hit the fan, um, (laughs) we were supposed to be doing a locker cleanup, but I was so high that I couldn't stand up without feeling dizzy, and now I know that means you're about to green out, but at the time I didn't know this, so I just sat down on the ground and closed my eyes, which is something that also you shouldn't do if you're feeling like you're about to green out, always keep your eyes open, and so I feel so dizzy, and I stand up, and I just puke all over the hallway it was disgusting it was like black and shit I don't even know why it's black and um because I'm still high at this point I screamed down the hallway does anybody have a plastic bag (laughs) I don't know how many people heard that but um I hope everybody like I hope nobody remembers that but um so my friend drags me up and like just rushes me like runs to the bathroom and that's where I stayed for the next like hour and a half um I had my face on the toilet um like literally like six of my friends came in to check on me and they all were like holy shit like you're so pale (laughs) yeah I was white as a ghost 
and uh you're probably wondering did you get suspended what happened like did the teachers find out um well no (laughs) the teachers never found out at first they thought it was because I was drunk but we managed to convince them that it was just because I ate something bad that day and um or something like that and they gave me a granola bar and they were like is she okay and I got away with the entire thing even though I was high as fuck um I honestly don't know how the fuck I got away with that but here we are squeaky clean records straight A's (sighs) and um Shout out to my homies that day that fucking had my ass through that whole thing. I haven't talked to any of them for so long, but this day is forever burned into my memories. Like, guys, one of these friends cleaned up my gross-ass puke in the hallway without anyone asking her to. Like, fuck, I strive to be that kind every single day of my life. So, yeah, that was the first time I ever smoked weed, and the reason why I told that story was obviously entertainment. Pretty hilarious story, if you ask me. But also, I continued to smoke weed after that horrible experience, so that, to me, goes to show a lot about the power of this plant to make you feel good. And it's not like cocaine or meth or all of that hard shit, weed has literally been proven to have medicinal benefits and to be good for you. And literally no one's died from it. So in my story of greening out, I promise you, if you've never smoked weed and you're scared of it, that is the worst thing that will happen to you if you smoke too much. It's a horrible experience every time. Nobody likes puking. But after that, you know your limits, you sleep it off with the best sleep you've ever had, and pack another bowl when you wake up, bro. (laughs) That's literally what I do, but yeah, so that whole occurrence happened in grade eight, and that summer, little Mandy went a little bit out of control, (laughs) like I was such a bad kid back then. Um, my parents found out I was smoking weed and I was grounded for the entire summer. I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't even do anything with my phone except listen to music. Like it was terrible. And out of the fear that I would get caught and have to suffer the consequences again, I stopped blazing for a little bit, but obviously not for long. Um, now I smoke a lot. I don't even want to say how many times I blaze a day, and honestly, I feel like it's not relevant to share, but I will say that I blaze so much, my tolerance has skyrocketed. Like, 90% of the times I blaze, I'll only get a buzz, but it gets my brain juices flowing and my body feeling good, so, but yeah, my parents have never been accepting with weed whatsoever. I'm Asian though, so what do you expect? But honestly, I feel like my parents have placed weed in the same category as cocaine and meth. They despise it so much, I thought there would never be any way to convince them that it's not harmful. Um, They still don't know the extent of how much I blaze, and I'm going to try and keep that information from them for as long as possible. Um, maybe I'll, like, admit it at my wedding and be like, oh, my God, 
um truth time (laughs) what my parents are a part of the audience of people that i'm trying to convince through this episode that there's no evil in this plant like they're the kind of people that have gotten some myths and and truths about cannabis twisted with this being said i recently managed to get my mom onto cbd oil She's been having terrible arm pains, like tennis elbow, for the past, like, five to eight years. It might be even more than that, and this pain has permanently taken her out of work. But I managed to persuade her to try CBD oil because it was literally the only remedy that she had not tried for the, fa- for the past few years um, just because she had this fear of cannabis. And she took it, and she was like, Mandy, this stuff is amazing. I think it even cleared my sinuses. (laughs) So stuff like this gives me hope that the negative views society's adopted about weed can be changed. And also, when I told them I work at a dispensary, they didn't even react. So times are changing, guys. Maybe there's hope for the future if this virus doesn't destroy the population. I don't know. Um, But I think one of the top reasons why my parents are scared about me being a stoner is because of the misconception that stoners are lazy and unmotivated, which, in my opinion, is an image of us that's been crafted from social media and movies and shit. Because, let's be honest... Every time you see a stoner in a movie or a show, they always live in a dirty-ass house, they always look like they haven't showered in five full moons, and they're always just sitting on the couch with, like, a bag of chips, which, don't get me wrong, I love chilling on the the couch with a bag of chips, but that's not all that I do. Anyone that looks at me, if they didn't know I smoked weed, would just think that I'm living a normal, sober life just like the rest of you. But underneath that facade, I'm high as a fucking kite probably 98.9% of the time that you're talking to me. Honestly, this misconception is probably the biggest one of all time, and it makes me kind of offended. Like, if that's the first thing that someone thinks about if I tell them that I smoke weed... I don't know, I that makes me just really offended, <laughs> um, but here's my motto, guys, and here's the motto to live by if you're a stoner. If you're gonna be a stoner, be a functional one, plain and simple. I don't even think I have to explain this one, but if you do need an explanation, basically, don't let weed get in the way of other things in your life. Don't let it get in the way of your priorities, your responsibilities, and your plan for the future. You have to remember that there's a difference between being a stoner and being a lazy motherfucker, okay? Once you've made it a habit to sit on the couch all day instead of being productive while you're high, you've crossed the line of being a stoner to being a lazy motherfucker. (laughs) And um, there's no going back after that. Well, you can go back, but it's very hard. And I get stoned on the daily, and I still manage to finish all of my tasks. I'm still a functional member of society. Like, I can do math high as fuck. And if you find that you're not able to function while you're high, don't get high if you have shit to do. Learn how to have self-control, because... 
the weed is not going anywhere. I promise you that. But your time on this planet is valuable and it runs out quick. So you don't want to fuck with that. Um, I hate this misconception. Oh my God, that that fucking word is so hard to say. I hate this misconception about stoners because it really does not apply to me. And most of the people that I know who are stoners... Like, I'm not trying to glow, but I'm going to glow here for a second. I have been a straight A student my entire life. I'm a walking encyclopedia sometimes, I feel like. And my friends are some of the most intelligent people I've ever met. And they also happen to be huge stoners. And I'm just going to say intelligence doesn't mean book smarts okay because they listen to this podcast and I know they're gonna snap me and be like bitch what are you saying I'm dumb as fuck intelligence no okay book smarts does not equal intelligence okay (laughs) anyways myth debunked um another misconception that I've heard a lot is that weed is addictive now This one is kind of controversial because I know I myself joke about how I'm addicted to weed, even though Dare told me it wasn't when I was young. But honestly, I was talking to my boss the other day about this, and he told me his wife worked as a psychologist or something. And the way you tell if someone has an addiction is, one, are they stealing money or anything else to get what they want? Two... Are they lying to others to get it? Three, are they ignoring responsibilities for it? And four, is it physically or mentally harming them or those around them? I personally answered no to all four of these questions, so I think I'm in the clear, boys. But can weed be addictive? Yes, I believe so, absolutely. But what I also believe is that it's more often not addictive then it is addictive. Like, I've had to go on cleanses before. I've been forced to while I was traveling or or spending (laughs) extended periods of time with my family or just being somewhere where I couldn't get it. But it really doesn't bother me. Like, yes, the first few days I'm a little grumpy, but it's never any serious withdrawal symptoms. And believe me, I know what withdrawal symptoms are because I've been addicted to vaping nick salts for god knows how long and that shit is 10,000 times more addictive than weed is like if i'm without nick for more than two hours i'm shaking i'm anxious i'm sweaty i feel like i can't breathe it's just terrible but i never get any of these symptoms or any symptoms for that matter when i have to quit blazing for a while so okay There's one more misconception that I want to dissect because I just think it's so ridiculous and it's so far from the truth. I can't even stress it enough. And that is the misconception that weed is a gateway drug to harder substances. Now, honestly, I have no words. Well, I do have a lot of words for this misconception, but to put it lightly, I just think it's stupid. I've been smoking weed for the past six years of my life. I've tried a couple other things that barely count as drugs, like Adderall and shrooms. Don't tell my mom and dad. But 
never, ever, ever in my, in my entire existence have I ever thought about doing blow or meth or heroin or like ever had the I can't talk today, guys. Um, I've never had the desire to do all of that whack shit. And honestly, I never will. Yes, I did try other substances, but no, I don't believe weed was the reason why. I think I would have tried those substances whether or not I had started smoking weed. Like, I believe whether or not someone decides to try harder things entirely has to do with that person and who they are, their values, their morals, and the people they hang out with. There are stoners like me who smoke weed every day of their life and will never touch another drug. And there are also meth heads out there who have never smoked weed, you know? Um, When I started working at Fire and Flower, this misconception was addressed during training where I heard one of the best things that I've ever heard in regards to this. And that was, weed is a gateway drug. It's a gateway away from harder drugs. And just think about that, guys. This really stuck out to me, and I think it's just great because it tackles this misconception from the other side as well as it just makes you think about how, like, amazing cannabis is and the many benefits that it has to it like not only can it help people who haven't started or haven't tried it but it can also help people who are coming off of harmful substances like especially hard things like meth and heroin you know like those things are highly addictive and coming off of that is very difficult and you know they're actually like harmful Whereas weed, it's natural, for one, um, and no one's ever died from it, you know? Like, and I feel like it being legal is great, especially for people who have been addicted to harder substances, because coming off of that can be really hard, but weed can really help ease the symptoms that they get from that and shit, you know? It's just, it's wonderful. Um, I also want to touch on the misconception that marijuana kills brain cells. And (laughs) honestly, I can't really say anything about this, but that there's been no significant research that has turned results saying weed kills brain cells. Um, Honestly, I think the amount of idiots I've had to, encounter and interact with in my life has killed more of my brain cells than the total amount of weed I've smoked in my lifetime yeah so if there's any reason for me being stupid it's not because of the fact I smoke weed it's because I'm literally absorbing it from the idiots around me sorry I feel like being open about this subject and the fact that your stoner is still very controversial and can make a lot of people very uncomfortable. I know it has made some people that I've met uncomfortable and, you know, that's 
just because of the stigma that's still around. And I think the only way that we can get around that and to erase that stigma is to be forward about it, is to be open and forward about, you know, loving this plant. Stoners, we need to own the fact that we are stoners and we need to own who we are so we can break down the stigma of you know what a stoner is okay we're not lazy we're fucking productive we're smart we're inventive we're creative you know like we need to make people realize that this picture that hollywood has painted of stoners for the past you know however long i don't even know but that we need to we need to let people know that that's not true we don't just sit on the couch we don't just you know waste our life away if you do waste your life away you know that's something to do with your character that's not something to do with the fact that you smoke weed maybe it is but your character is allowing that to take over your life so I need you guys, if you smoke weed, to be functional stoners and live by my motto. And that's the only thing that I want you guys to take away from this, if there is anything to take away from this. If you're going to be a stoner, be a functional stoner, please, okay? We need functional members of society. Don't just throw your life away for this drug. It's not worth it. Find time for it, okay? Don't let it consume you. Consume it. Wise words of wisdom, okay? What? Wisdom? Wisdom. <laughs> okay, so I want to keep these episodes short and sweet. So um, that will be everything for today. Um, please just love your stoner friends. And maybe if you're too tense and high strung, fucking smoke some weed, okay? It'll bring you back to Earth, I promise you. Or maybe it'll make you leave Earth for a little bit, but you'll enjoy that experience too, I promise you that. (laughs) Anyways, um, all of my socials, well, not all of them, my Twitter is ShutUpMandy, and uh, everything else is Mandy Giffen, G-I-F-F-E-N, Mandy with two E's. And yeah, I hope you guys are staying safe and washing your hands, and staying alive and eating good food and smoking good ganja out there by the way if you need good strain recommendations indica um get sensei star or gabriola by broken ghost and for sativas i really recommend chocolope or chocolate fondue all right thank you for listening everybody <laughs> happy 420 and i'll catch you guys next episode